radio high five with the explosion. Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis. Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. With your favorite hosts, Turtle. Yeah, I'm going to take myself. I will never go against myself. Prime time. He's going to the danger zone. Let's go. And producer Tony. This is the only mic time I get, buddy, so just sit back, relax, and strap it down. Skull, use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. Let me ask you this question. Do you like magic? a shitty podcast like 10 minutes into it i would not listen to this hey fellas i love the podcast music created by brian swanson welcome everyone to the week seven preview show fantasy football scoop and poop i am tony i am here with the boys prime time and turtle we are it's it's week seven already. Holy shit! It's week seven already, guys. It's this this season has gone by at the blink of an eye. I can't wait for it to end. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <me too. laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, unfortunately, you're only halfway there, guys. Um, so this week we got news of Amazon purchasing a Black Friday football game. Have you guys heard about this? I only know about it since uh, it got posted on the poll. Uh, I didn't really know what that meant. I wasn't really paying attention. Uh, I voted no because I don't have Amazon Prime, so I don't care about that. Uh, yeah, fuck Amazon. So Jeff Bezos, primitive son of a gun. <laughs> Jeff Bezos pays like over a billion dollars for Thursday Night Football. Uh, so now he, 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 he backs that up with, there's, I guess there's going to be one game on Black Friday next week or next year. So not only will you have the three Thursday Thanksgiving games, now you're going to have another game on Friday. And also you're going to have bye weeks. There's going to be like two noon games on that Sunday, guys. I hate this. I was the other guy that voted no. Uh, Turtle, what do you think about this? I like island games. As long as they're not overlapped like that stupid fucking Monday night, I love island games. So uh, I'm all for it. Plus, I uh, live in the 2022. I have Amazon Prime like a normal human being. <laughs> Jesus. So you can't watch Thursday Night Football primetime? You don't have you don't have the, the means? Uh, no. And uh, I did for the Bears. Because I think they, they played, uh, what was that? I forgot who we played. Oh, the, the Redskins. The, oh, yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, I, I stole that one. But uh, otherwise, like, I'm just, I not only do I not have Amazon Prime or don't care about it, 
uh, with the quality of the football games. Yeah, I think <laughs> that's what like makes me question this Bezos guy. He's aware that these games are terrible on Thursday, and he's like, you know what? Let's get another one. <laughs> like, do you understand? I don't understand how this guy's in business. He sounds like a huge idiot. What I don't like but the traffic it draws to the site on Black Friday, like you're on Amazon, the website. So I mean, people then go buy a bunch of shit they see on sale. It he'll make his money. I mean, people are dumb. I believe it. Yeah, you know, people are very dumb. Man. I'm people, and, and they are dumb. <laughs> yeah, I I don't like it. Like I said, I like a full slate of Sunday games. I don't like when there's only like one or two or three Sunday noon kickoff games. Like, I don't I don't like I don't it even, when that happens. I, I don't even like that that late Thanksgiving game. Like I still remember like the you know the, yeah. the Lions and, yep. the, Cowboys. and the Cowboys playing. And then ever since the, they added that third game, how many years ago? And I think I've seen like two games on those. Yep. Like I just never pay attention. I got shit to do. That's true. You got to eat the turkey. You got to take a nap. You know, you got to take care of business. Then eat more turkey, then take another nap. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a whole deal. Yeah, I, I I hate it. So I hope I hope it's a one and done kind of thing. But knowing the NFL and Amazon, it'll, they'll pay like five billion dollars for the the next ten years or something like that. Anyway, let's hit the waiver wire. Waiver. Wire. Waiver wire. Hello and welcome to your waiver wire edition for week seven. I can't believe I'm still doing this. All right. We're going to start with the the craziest amount, and that would definitely go to Zach, D's Nuts, the second coming, acquiring Brandon Ayuk for $30 and dropping Christian Watson. What? Running our wide receiver from Green Bay. What are your guys' thoughts on this one? Uh, I, Brandon Ayuk probably had like one good week all season. Um, he bid thirty dollars on him. I, I I will say somebody else out there bid twenty six dollars on Brandon Ayuk. So I guess that would be me, and, and it was twenty four. And I was debating going higher, and I'm like, there's no way anyone's gonna go over twenty four dollars for Brandon Ayuk. And I was wrong. I forgot about BDI. <laughs> hey, as long as as long as BDI's got fab money, buddy, you, no, nothing is safe. Well, now he only has twenty two dollars, so I just know I got a bit over twenty two. Gotcha. All right. Next up, we have Tony in his occasional crotch chop, picking up Len <laughs> Wendale Robinson. <laughs> Wide receiver from the Giants. Did you call him Lendale? Like Lendale? Like- I almost did. It was because like, I, it was Len. We used to call him Lendale. You know, Len Whale. Yeah. Yeah. Then we changed it to Len Whale. And then yep. when I saw that, I was like, "Holy crap, <laughs> Len Whale White!" Anyway, <laughs> and and release. Let's see, Dallas Goddard, oh, tight end from Philly. Yep. Uh, Eighteen dollars. Tony, thoughts? Thoughts are. Um, Every one of the Giants' wide receivers is terrible. They spent an early-round draft pick on this kid. He caught a touchdown in his first game. He was only on the field for, like, 10 snaps. Uh, he could be, like, uh, an Amon Ross St. Brown like was last last year where he has a huge, like, second half of the season. And uh, I don't know. It's just a lottery ticket. I probably bid too much, but I wanted to make sure I got him. 
Yeah, and you did. And I, I just see here he's questionable. So that's going to be awesome. That's anyway. permanent. <laughs> uh, up next again, we have BDI's D's Nuts, The Second Coming, acquiring Kenyon Drake, running back from Baltimore for $15 and releasing Zach Ertz, tight end from Arizona. LOL. What a dumbass pickup this one was. Uh, Kenyon Drake had one good week. There's like four guys that run the ball for, <laughs> for Baltimore, including the goddamn quarterback. Uh, this is never going to happen again this season. Terrible pickup. Waste of fab money. Yeah, I thought they had like Gus Edwards and... Uh, yeah, J.K. Dobbins, Dobbins. Gus Edwards, Justice Hill, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, there's all kinds of guys there. Amazing. Oh, he's great. Anyway, uh, next up we have me. Oh, my mouse died. Uh, Garrick in effect. Uh, we'll get to that later. <laughs> Acquiring uh, some guy named Dontrell Hilliard for $13 and releasing Joshua Kelly, who I just picked up and dropped, didn't touch. Running back from the Chargers. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I guess uh, he's the backup to Derrick Henry, right? Yep. Yeah, that's that was it. That's pretty much it. There was no one else in the waiver wire. And, uh, yeah, I needed a running back because all my guys are terrible and injured. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, we got Tony up again. Occasional crotch chop with a $0 bid acquiring the Atlanta Falcons quarterback and releasing the Cleveland Browns quarterback is Atlanta Falcons. Is that uh, Marcus Mariota? Yeah. Unfortunately. Yes. Yeah. 22 is awesome. <laughs> Week seven sucks. Uh, there's too many buys from good fantasy teams. The, the waiver wire for quarterbacks is abysmal. I've never seen it this bad. And, uh, you know, I'd, I'd rather take a chance on Marcus Mariota than Jacoby Brisket, you know. Um, yeah. I got Josh Allen on a bye, so it's it's just a one-week thing, but you got to do what you got to do. I hope, I'm, I'm just hoping he, like, runs in or falls into the end zone once. That's all I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah, it could happen. Okay, now we're getting into the free moves, and we have Cracka-ass Crackas picking up the recently dropped Zach Ertz, tight end from Arizona, and it and releasing uh, Jalen Warren, running back from Pittsburgh. Next, we got uh, Worms Team Taylor picking up the Cleveland Browns quarterback and releasing Romeo Dubs, receiver from Green Bay. Yeah, I mean, Next, maybe yeah, he's, he's trying to stash for Deshaun Watson, I guess. But, uh, I mean, it's like week 13 he's coming back, right? Turtle, is that is that right? Twelve, I think. I think he's suspended for eleven weeks. So that means he has three quarterbacks on his roster, right? Because he didn't drop a quarterback. So I'm assuming. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Santino with the rare appearance in the waiver, or yeah, in the waiver wire, acquiring. Get this. You guys ready for this? Odell Beckham Jr., wide receiver for nobody, releasing Jarvis Landry. <laughs> Wide receiver from New Orleans. Can we I talk love, about this? I love it's, that he doesn't have a team. He just has a dash where the team would go. That is the best part. 
I was wondering about what that symbol was. I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> just dash, dash, dash. That's what it, that's what that's what it says when you're unemployed, which is what Odo Buckham is. <laughs> yeah, he's currently playing it as like his friends, nieces, aunties, uncles, like flag football team, and they couldn't <laughs> fit the acronym there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, is there a reason why? Am I missing something? Do you guys know something? I don't, I don't know. I, I did see some rumors that uh, the Chiefs were sniffing around him. So uh, maybe he's, uh, you know, 10 steps ahead of all of us. And uh, he thinks that Odell Beckham's going to recover from his ACL, sign with the Chiefs, and uh, catch like 18 touchdowns this season. I don't know. I don't know what Santino's thinking. Nobody can ever know. Odell was the guy who signed a contract in Bitcoin last year, right? <laughs> yes. Amazing. Uh, I think he's going to wait for that market to go back up before he signs another contract, probably. And lastly, just about an hour ago, we have Kowalski's Cracka Ass Crackas releasing Tyler Boyd and acquiring the recently released Romeo Dubs, receiver from Green Bay. That will conclude your waiver wire segment for week seven. All right. Let's see uh, if we got any emails. There's a letter in your mailbox. And we do. And the first one comes from former champion of this league, Seisei Nikolic. And it, the subject is question. And it reads, Hey, fellas, love the podcast, as you hear every week. I haven't watched football in a couple of years, and this past Thursday, I happened to turn on and try to watch the Bears versus a team I've never heard of before. <laughs> I only watched the second half of the game, and it was ugly. I doubt I will be watching any more games this year, but it did lead me to a question for y'all. If you were forced to choose one of these, which would you choose? Number one, <clears throat> you get to play fantasy football and gamble but you are not allowed to watch football or highlights ever again. Or, or, number two, you get to watch all the football you want, but no more fantasy football or gambling or confidence pools or anything like that. Hope everyone in the league is doing well, even BDI. Long live the balls, Sasha. That's an interesting this question. This is a layup for me. I don't know about you guys. I didn't even have to think about this. I could never Huge watch. Fo- I could never watch football again. And just, <laughs> like football, and and like I, I say this every week, and it's getting like it's proving me more correct as the weeks go in. Football is just terrible. Like these people. Like I feel like these guys aren't even practicing. This is what it would look like if no one practiced and they didn't have an off season where they were having training camp. Like everyone's just terrible. It's hard to watch. That's my opinion. Turtle? Yeah, easily. Uh, I could never watch it again. Like, if it was just, you know, it never showed up on my timeline or something, that would make it infinitely easier. So I don't have to, like, be inconvenienced with trying to avoid it. I'd, I'd easily never watch again uh, the gamble on it. This is hard for me because, like, I agree with you, Primetime. The game is not what it used to be. Uh, I remember when I used to to really love love the game before I even, like, played fantasy football. 
Yeah. Like the big hits that you would see on defense, like the the physicalness of the game is just gone. It's pretty much illegal to play defense now in the NFL. Um, but I still enjoy it. So I'm going to pick I, – I can't play fantasy and I still get to watch football because I still – I still do find some joy in it, just not as much as I used to. So, thank you, Sasha, for the uh, for the email, and I hope uh, that the Flips and Bumps podcast is doing well. You can find them on uh, Flips and Bumps. Search all your uh, podcast providers if you want to make some money and sell some stuff. So, thank you, Sasha. Next email from Hattori Hanzo, <clears throat> titled "By Week Is a Bitch." And it says, I can start two tight ends or Michael Carter or Travis Etienne. There is more garbage on the waiver wire than there is on the streets of Rome. (laughs) (laughs) Unless my main paisan, Jimmy G, takes a dump on Kansas City, my goose is cooked. Prepare the bleach. Mercifully, I will be out of town this weekend and will miss all of the fantasy and Lions futility. It might be Ninjoku time. Wow. That would be a crazy end of the Ninjoku report because if Micah picks him up, then I guess he kind of ends that ends that bit. <laughs> he doesn't have to do it anymore. <laughs> I really want Micah to do it only because he currently has three tight ends on his roster, and if he could somehow get a fourth in there, that would be phenomenal. I believe that would be a record. I I know BDI has played three tight ends before, but I don't know if he rostered four at any point in in his life. I'm just trying to peer pressure Mike into doing it. I mean, it's technically a wide receiver in this league, so it's it's not a bad yeah. idea. So I mean, go for it, buddy. And our last email we have from Kowalski, and it reads, "Oops, I almost just dropped T Higgins instead of Tyler Boyd." would have had to play my idiot card. <laughs> so, yeah, we just found out that he uh, cut Tyler Boyd. Uh, he did have two Bengals on his roster. Their first names both start with T, so I guess it's easy to get confused. Um, that would have been awesome. How how fast do you guys think T. Higgins would have been picked up if he accidentally dropped him? I was on refresh mode about that time, so I probably got real close. Fast, I'm, very fast. Yeah, I'm getting a delay in my tech or the the emails from the the releases, and I have a feeling there's some treachery afoot on that. What are you still using, like an AOL.com email address, there, Bishop? No, it shows up like ten minutes later, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. The ten minutes is important. Yeah, that that ten minutes can uh, be all the difference in the world, as we found out last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's all the emails, but we do have a communication from Giuseppe, so let's hear that. What's up, guys? Can you believe it? We are now into week seven. Crazy how fast things go every year. Nothing, you know, it's always something we talk about, and it never ceases to amaze me how fast it is. But one of the things I wanted to talk about this week is what I consider to be the death of the stud quarterback. In looking at the quarterback play, both in the NFL and in fantasy football, it seems as though outside of Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes in fantasy, there really isn't a surefire, like, week-in, week-out, bona fide starter. I mean, you've got 
Lamar Jackson, who's number three in our league, and he's put up three straight single-digit performances. Joe Burrow has only broken 20 points twice this year. Um, and then obviously, you know, like even Jalen Hurts, he's gotten, he's had single digit weeks. And so it's just hard to, to predict who's going to be a good quarterback these days. I mean, how Jason or Jared Goff, I'm sorry, is number six. Geno Smith is number seven. Tua hasn't played the last two weeks. And yet the Teddy slash Sky Thompson combination, along with what Tua did earlier in the season, has him at number eight. It's just it's unbelievable how bad it's been considering how great it was, what, maybe three, four years ago where you had Drew Brees and Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, still Pat Mahomes, still Lamar Jackson. It's just the, you know, there's been a fall off on some of the guys who everybody was expecting, kind of like, you know, Herbert and Kyler Murray and even Russell Wilson, who's a veteran, I guess, and fading out. So specifically Turtle, yes, Turtle, put down the pipe or the one-hitter, or the joint, or whatever it is. And I want to ask you your thoughts on what's happening with the quarterback position. Looking forward to the show, boys. Until next week. Turtle, I wonder why he asked you. I have no fucking clue. I can't figure these son of bitches out. I can't figure them out. I traded for Tom Brady, so... That just uh, that shows you where I where I'm at with quarterback. Yeah, I, they're gonna have down weeks, but you're also gonna have like so many points out of them some weeks that you just automatically get a win. So I mean, it all balances out. But yeah, I, I don't know why the touchdowns are down like over the last three years, and they're down pretty significant this year. So and that's all I could see. I think it's because nobody plays preseason anymore. Like. So these guys don't get real familiar with their offense or the players that are new to the team until like now. I I, I bet you the quarterback play picks up like this week or next week because it's been real real bad uh, so far. Uh, Russell Wilson just it, they continue to be on prime time. I don't know how the Broncos have so many goddamn prime time games, but uh, it, I think <laughs> I think the Russell Wilson effect is. Uh, getting to Giuseppe <laughs> like it's very like what I was mentioning earlier like it's very easy to blame the quarterback because if you just look at the numbers but like when you watch these games dude like receivers aren't like they're running terrible routes everyone's dropping passes like tip ball interceptions like a lot of that stuff like negatively affects the quarterback on the stat sheet but like these players look like they don't practice at all like uh yeah we we had mentioned in the text chat like I had uh we need to get, move on to you mentioned robot refs. Yep. I, I I honestly think we need robot players at this point. Like <laughs> this is unwatchable. Uh do they do like fantasy battle bots leagues cuz maybe we can get into that. Dude, we could start that and then we could be richer than Bezos and buy Amazon. That's all I'm saying. All right. It's the future. I like it. Hope hopefully no well nobody listens to this podcast anyway, so nobody's going to steal our idea, but uh That's true. Uh, we'll, we'll work on that. <laughs> uh, let's talk about prediction results. Uh last week was a great week for Giuseppe. He hit 5 out of 6. Pretty good. Uh good week for you guys. Uh you guys both had 4 out of 6 and I only had 3 out of 6. So uh that's going to move the needle a little bit. I'm still in the lead with 22 correct. Giuseppe clawing back in it with 21 correct. 
Bishop with 18 correct and Turtle with 15 correct. So uh, we're getting a little closer to each other here. This is going to be a little interesting when we uh, when we make it all the way to the end. <clears throat> okay. Let's get into week seven here. And we start, as always, in the Balls Mahoney with my occasional crotch chop versus Pee Wee McLean's Cologne Rocks. Uh, I'll mention that Pee Wee is a nine-point favorite and Giuseppe has picked me to win bishop what do you think that's very interesting uh i'm sorry tony i don't think you stand a chance this week uh i i, I love Wee's roster i i like most of his matchups uh you know Brees hall is gonna tear it up because that's what Brees hall does uh cd lamb at home against detroit i think might be a good matchup that game's gonna be a high scoring affair uh, you are starting uh, Marcus Mariota against the in Cincinnati. <laughs> uh, that's going to be a tough play. Uh, Christian McCaffrey at home against Tampa. Tampa's got a good run defense, and it's a division game. Over unders forty and a half. I don't know, Tony. It's looking pretty pretty tough for you this week. Let's see what Turtle has to say. Oh man. <laughs> um. I'm scared of Devontae Adams, though. Like, he, yeah. he's out here shoving people. Like, I, I you think, think he's he, going to assault you kinda... or something? Yeah. <laughs> no, not. Hey, fuck that. I'll take a paycheck any day. Come hit me, please. <laughs> um, No, I'm scared of, like, him blowing up and, like, just having, like, a, you know, here's that type of game. Um, I just, the rest of the team, Darnell Mooney uh, in these low totals, I just... Yeah, I I don't think you get there. I think that the nine point spread is disrespectful, but I think you get edged out. Uh, I think I'm gonna get my ass kicked. <laughs> uh, Josh Allen is the 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 foundation, the cornerstone, my best player. He's on a bye, and I have absolutely nobody to replace him with. Uh, I'm I'm shooting a hail mary here with with Marcus Mariota. Uh, the only chance I got is if well he's playing two Dallas wide receivers. Now Dak Prescott is coming back, but he has not played since week one. So if he if he's bad and can't throw the ball or maybe gets hurt again, then uh, that's my only shot here. But uh, I fear a big game from Austin Eckler and from uh, Patrick Mahomes. I don't think I'll have enough to to get it done this week. Um, so. Uh, I guess I'll take this one on the chin. I did change my gift to a different crotch chop. Uh, this is a Waluigi uh, doing a crotch chop from, uh, I think, one of the Mario soccer games, I believe. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think Pee Wee McLean's got my number this week, and uh, we'll see what happens. Next matchup, we have Turtle and Avitza's fucking... Oh, no. <laughs> I always want to say it. Uh, New Wave Hookers 5. You haven't been fucking savages in a while, haven't you? Um, <laughs> versus Mike's Lucky Lucianos. And uh, unfortunately for you, Turtle, you get to play uh, Mike when he's angry. Uh, and Mike is a 13-point favorite this week. Giuseppe has picked Mike to win, and I'm going to agree. I think uh, I think Dak does come back and light it up. Um Leonard Fournette versus Carolina is is a 
is a, uh, a a cakewalk, and you are without your two best players, both of them being Vikings and both of them on a bye. I like Mike Bishop. What do you think? I'm going to concur. Uh, yeah, like you said, losing his Vikings uh, is going to hurt this week. Mike putting Najee Harris back into the lineup for not having him last week was an interesting call, but uh, this week it's a good call. Um, yeah, we'll see what Dak does. If not, they got that uh, Surge, whatever his name is. Cooper Surge. Surge, uh, yes. Cooper what's Surge. his name? Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. Cooper, ah, pretty close. I like Cooper Surge better, though. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, you got your, your, your sun God. Uh, we'll see how he does. I don't know. You're starting a guy named Eno Benjamin. Sounds an awful light like emo Benjamin. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go with Mike on this one. Sorry, turtle. Yeah, there's no sorries here. I'll probably lose. I'm going to pick myself. Um, I got to get different and get some. Catch up some picks here. So what better way than picking myself with a, a bunch of mediocre players? All right. Well, you do have an 11% chance to win from RT Sports. So good luck with that. Next <laughs> matchup, we have Kowalski's Kraka-ass Krakas versus Micah's Serbia. And he might be in route to Serbia. Do you know anything about this? Uh not heard anything, but Micah is full of uh, mystery. Like, yeah, you can't pin Micah down at all. He's like trying to mock draft Santino in our mock draft. It's it's impossible for you. <laughs> you cannot account for it. Uh, yeah, he's an enig- enigma. I often wonder where in the world is Micah Black. Um, <laughs> so let's see here. Uh, Micah is a 12 and a half point underdog. Kowalski is favored in this one. Uh, 65% chance of winning. And Giuseppe has picked Kowalski turtle. So why don't you lead us off here? Let us know what you think is going to happen. Huh? Um, do we know anything? I don't even know if Jonathan Taylor's playing or practicing. I believe he practiced in full today. Oh, all right, cool. Um, yeah, I don't want K-Wall to win, but I think he's going to win. Uh, the Indianapolis-Tennessee game should, they usually score against each other, so he's got the great white hope in there, too. So, oof. yeah, I, I think he's going to beat uh, David Montgomery in a couple tight ends. Uh, I'm going to concur with you on this one. Um, I like Micah's team, I just... Don't like the matchups a lot this week. Uh, David, I, I just found out the Bears are playing Monday night against the Patriots. Oh, man. It's going to be annoying at work. That stupid Oh, that Boston guy. Oh, oh yes. God. He's going to bother the shit out of me. Hey, can uh, we get him on the podcast next week? <laughs> please, no. That that will that. If you guys ever want me off the podcast, you put him on the podcast, and I'll be gone. It's so – he's so annoying. Anyway, uh, – <laughs> Yeah, Micah's team, I, I don't know. That Travis Etienne dude looked pretty good yes, or last week. Uh, maybe he's starting to get in the rhythm, but he's got him on his bench. He's starting TJ Hawkinson. I know he blew up a few weeks ago, but he, he had that one-point game and then a bye week, so I don't know. I 
I, I think it's going to be close, but I'll probably take K Wall because K Walls usually ends up on the lucky side, and Micah ends always ends up on the unlucky side. So that's where that's where I'm going. I'm going to agree. I think it's going to be a sweep here. Uh, we're all going to pick K Wall. Uh, he's getting two healthy running backs back. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's been out a couple weeks. He, he practiced in full. That's a good sign. And uh, he's getting Josh Jacobs off a bye. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think T. Higgins gets a little piece this week. I think he'll be my breakout player uh, against the Falcons at home. So give me some K-Wall this week. Uh, and and uh, it'll be very unfortunate for Micah. Next matchup. <laughs> we have Santino's Wolfpack. Number one stunner. <laughs> versus Bishop's. Garak in effect. So tell me what the hell that is. Uh, it's uh, the greatest Star Trek character of all time, Garrick. Uh, and it's just a meme I found on the internet. And I, 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 you know, I tried to have something for Santino Star Trek related. Yeah. But I was busy all day today and I didn't have, so I kind of just threw this together. So <laughs> Santino will appreciate it though. That's all I care about. Well, I, I appreciate the effort. I definitely yeah, appreciate I'm, I'm that. trying. Um, uh, you are a four point favorite. Giuseppe has picked you to win, Bishop. And I'll, Whoa. <laughs> I'll, Whoa. I'll, I'll lead off here. Uh, <laughs> I love that you changed your team uh, abbreviation to eliminated. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's also Garrick's first name, but yes, I'll allow it. <laughs> oh, okay. Elim Garrick. Got it. <laughs> All right. Well,. <laughs> This this game might set fantasy football back ten years. Um, I think the first one to forty is going to win, and I think it's going to be you, Bishop. I think uh, Ezekiel Elliott might be, uh, you know, it took maybe, maybe took him six weeks to get warmed up, but he gets to play Detroit, and we know Detroit is god awful on defense. So if there's ever a time for him to have a big game, I think it's this week. Uh, Santino, really, I mean. He's getting healthy players back, but they're not very good players. He he's going to want to get Keenan Allen in this in this lineup. He does not have him in there currently. Uh, get get Rex Burkhead out of there, Santino. But the the Russell Wilson train has just derailed Santino's season. So I'm going to pick Bishop. Yeah, I I pick uh, Brian. I I don't even think it's going to be close. We're talking Rex Burkhead, Kareem Hunt, like Tyler Alligator. I'm just none of these guys. So I, both of them want to lose. I think uh, this Chris, what is his name? Olave, Olave, whatever that dude is. He, he's going to be my breakout player this week. And uh, I think primetime wins and it's not close. Uh, I would say speak for yourself, Turtle. I'm not trying to lose. And uh, I will take myself. Uh, I don't know who this Dontrell Hilliard guy is. Uh, I'm really hoping James Conner plays, but he's a game time decision. And but then that would also give me three guys on a Thursday, which I don't like. <laughs> I have the Saints quarterback going and that Chris uh, Olave going, and uh, that oh, and the defense. Oh, good lord, he would be four. Oh man, do it, do it. Oh man, ah. <laughs> uh, but he does have Odell Beckham Jr. So true. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if he gets signed, also to, yeah, go ahead. 
I was just going to say, I said both of you want to lose, not are trying to lose. Slam. No, I don't, I don't want to lose. We, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to lose either. I'm going to win out stacking victories. I'm going to sneak into the playoffs. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. It's going to be great. It's going to be the greatest comeback season ever. But uh, like I said, this week is I'm building from last week when I trounced Mike and uh, embarrassed him. And now I'm going to do the same thing to Santino and eliminate every Italian uh, American I play against this year. So wow. I'll take myself. I love it's it. going full Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm rooting for a tie, but I had to pick you to win. So I, I am rooting for a tie, though. That would be hilarious. Italian lives matter. Speaking of, let's go to the next matchup. We have Giuseppe's Ted Lasso Way versus Worms Team Taylor. And uh, Ted Ted Lasso and his way is a nine and a half point favorite over Worm. Giuseppe has picked Worm to win. Uh, Bishop, do you do you agree here? Uh, actually, I kind of do. On uh, um, the Arizona quarterback situation is a hot mess, and now they're playing on Thursday, so Kyler Murray won't have any time to practice because he's playing video games. Uh, he does get Derrick Henry back, which should be an upgrade, but. I don't know. Like Saquon's probably going to eat this week as they're playing Jacksonville. Uh, the Raiders might have a good week as they're playing against Houston, coming off a bye week. Uh, where might I don't I still don't know why Juju's in his lineup. Is there anyone else? Let's get that Damian Pierce guy. Play him. And De- is DeAndre Swift hurt? Yeah, he's practicing, so he he. I guarantee you, he's in his lineup as soon as okay. Yeah. Yeah, so this isn't his final draft. Uh, I'm going to take Worm, and I th- I think it's an uh, an upset. I know it's nine and a half, but yeah, give me Worm. All right. Um, I, gosh, yeah, Worm has like a whole team on his bench. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to start Amari Cooper. I want to start Damian Pierce. I want to start DeAndre Swift. Um. Good Lord. Please don't play Brian Robinson over these guys. Uh, I'm going to go with Worm. I, I I think he has all the pieces to get it done this week, and I trust that uh, that Worm will put it together, and he'll get a close victory. That nine and a half is crazy. I, I, yeah, I don't get it either. Uh Brian Robinson over DeAndre Swift and, and Damian Pierce. I think you get both of those guys in your lineup. Uh, sit down, Juju. Sit down, sit down, Brian. Hopefully, uh, you know. Hopefully, he drinks a lot of milk. He gets some calcium in his in his gunshot wounded bones. Uh, but on the other side, Giuseppe. Yeah, the 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 Kyler Murray thing is just real bad, and I don't I don't know if it gets better this week on a Thursday night. Uh, James Robinson is a sinking ship. Uh, get 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 out of that business as soon as you can, Giuseppe. He is he has lost that job, I think, to Travis Etienne. Um, yeah, I I don't I don't see a way Giuseppe can win if if Worm makes those lineup changes. I'm gonna say that he will, and I'll take Worm to win. 
It's it's not an upset if everybody picks him, guys. I just just want to <laughs> just point that out. Uh, no, but it, it it should be. It should be like yeah, like uh, Giuseppe's team is good. It's just James Robinson. If you look at Kyler, Kyler's got three games over twenty points and an eleven, a six, and a five. I mean, everybody's got a six and a five. That's what he pointed out. Yeah. So you're really not that far behind. I think I'll take those twenty twenty one all day. Yep. Let's go to the last matchup. And we have BDI's D's Nuts, the second coming, versus Matt's Eye of the Tyler. Which, of course, is a shout-out to Eye of the Tiger by uh, Survivor. Um, I am I'm somewhere in Italy. Giuseppe is furious that uh, Matt didn't use this on his matchup. I can guarantee you that. But Matt is an 18-point favorite against BDI this week. Uh, Giuseppe has picked Matt to win. Uh, I don't know. Whose turn is it? Turtle, you want to go? Yeah, sure, why not? Uh, I think this one's easy. BDI is going to lose bad. He has Kenyon Drake in his lineup, uh, and he just sucks. So, yeah, I mean, all his guys are on a bye this week, and he'll probably play the wrong quarterback. I like Matt's team. Um, I'm going to change my breakout player. My my breakout player is going to be uh, Big Mike Williams. He's going to he's gonna eat this week, uh, and he's going to be the reason that uh, BDI loses. I could jump in here, Tony, if you'd like. Go ahead. Uh, let's go. Yeah, I have a tiger. Oh man. Yeah, give me, give me Matt. Uh, I need Zach to keep losing. Let's see if he does. Uh, I think Lamar's gonna bounce back this week, and um, BDI starting Khalil Herbert. That's all I got. <laughs> Yeah, I think the 18 points is about right. I think uh, BDI is going to get drubbed this week. Um, I he's got Justin Herbert on his bench in a 51 over under game. I don't I don't quite get that. Um, his wide receivers are real bad this week. He's got <laughs> he's got Cooper Cup, Stephon Diggs on a bye. So he's coming at us with uh, Tyler Lockett, who has had a shit game last week and is boom bust. And uh, Brandon Ayuk, who he's chasing that two-touchdown game from last week. But it ain't going to come here. You ain't going to get it. You're going to lose. Kenyon Drake and Khalil Herbert are in your lineup. Those are two backup running backs. Uh, Again, you're chasing those points from last week from Drake. You're not going to get those either. Uh, Meanwhile, Matt, uh, Lamar Jackson is going to snap out of this. And it, it could be this week. We'll see. But Tyreek Hill is going to have a big game because Tua is back. He's going to want to prove to the world that he's not concussed, and he will be throwing footballs all over the place to Tyreek Hill. And Matt wins. Easy. All right, breakout players. I mentioned T. Higgins. Uh, Who would you say, BMW, you like, Turtle? 
Yeah, I ended on Mike Williams. And Bishop, who's your guy? Uh, you know what? Santino's. I'm going to Santino's roster. Give me Rex Burkhead. Why not? Yes. <laughs> Why yes. not? Why not Rex Burkhead? Why not Rex Burkhead? All right. That's going to do it for the Week 7 preview show. Fantasy football scoop and... Show's over, I'm tired. Scoop and Poop Fantasy Podcast now available on iTunes. Also, email us at scoopandpoop at gmail.com. <laughs>